0: Hey everybody, it's your favorite reconstructionist, Eric Brown and Phil Relly, and welcome to episode number 22 of the one and only show, bringing you tips and tricks to working vehicle collision cases from the best experts in the industry every Wednesday. Today's topic is from hardware to software and whatever's in between. So grab your expert angle coffee mug and settle in. Three, two, one, off we go. Every year, traffic crashes claim the lives of over a million people and account for over $500 billion of injuries around the world. A small select group of people, from police to attorneys to expert investigators, are tasked with getting justice for the victims, protecting the rights of involved parties, and ensuring the story is told accurately and honestly. Unfortunately, we believe that is an impossible task without the right team of experts. If you agree, then keep on listening for actionable tips from leading experts across various industries that you can start taking today to elevate your professional game. If you disagree, then tune in anyway and let us convince you with our ideas. We are Eric Brown and Phil Rally, and this is Crash Tech, The Expert Angle. Welcome back to the show, guys. Crash Tech, The Expert Angle podcast is brought to you by Crash Tech Reconstruction Services. If you have an accident that you need answers for, or you think the other side has it wrong, crash tech can help connect with us at www.crashtechreconstruction.com to submit your case for a free review. So Phil, another day, another dollar. And when I say another dollar, I specifically mean you spending my money, (laughs) but for good at it, you are, you're, you're good at it. You're, you're like, uh, you and my wife, I think went to the same school to learn how to do it, but you know, and, and that's for people that don't know. Here's the problem that we have in Reconstruction. So for all the Reconstructionists listening, this the, the, you guys are going to be very familiar with this story. For the attorneys listening, this show is actually going to be really, really applicable because it, it's, it kind of explains a little bit of where the costs come in to do these investigations. And, and I know we've talked about it in the past um, when we've had some prior uh, of our guests on of you know, that have come out to the scenes and they're like, well, it's really cool to do the scene visit because I I, I can see exactly what I'm paying for. And so that's kind of what we wanted to, to dive in here for. And, you know, but when I, when I brought Phil on to, to crash tech pretty much right near the beginning, we were using a diagramming program at the time called crash zone and crash zone was actually, I think that was one of the most loved programs
1: by most investigators. Yeah, and and there's a lot of investigators and a lot of state agencies yeah. You know, not just state, probably a lot of agencies in general that are still using Crash Zone 10. Right. And the thing hasn't been supported in like 10 years. Yeah. But it's
0: still it still works. It and still works. Uh, but it was just a very simple top down stick figure, basically diagramming tool that you could use to do your scale diagrams. And and the the 3D on it was really rudimentary. The animation on it was, oh, my God, key event points. Oh, man, I still have nightmares. If you say we need to add a a cap in there, I'm like, oh,
1: God, nope, done. It kind of reminds you of, (laughs) you know, you think about, you know, the Xbox, whatever they have, you know, now Xbox One or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, Comparing Atari, for those that may be able to remember, Atari. yeah. Yeah. uh, I don't know about you, but that
0: uh, it was called uh, what Kaboom. Kaboom was one of my favorite games. It like had like the little bucket you had to catch the the burglar. He looked like the Hamburglar from the old McDonald's commercials. Yeah, he was throwing bombs over the the wall, and you had to catch them in your bucket. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, technology has come a unbelievable way yeah. over over the the nine years here. Yep. Uh, Or thereabouts. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. You know, you think about what we had in Crash Zone when we started. Crash Zone was very, um, the price point for Crash Zone was. Great. Where it needed to be, you know. And and then it started to evolve. But so did the demands of the clientele. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think 10 years ago when we first started this, everybody was cool with. A top-down 2D diagram on a white background. Mm-hmm. Roads weren't textured. Nothing was really textured. You know what I mean? Like it was just kind of a just lines. Yeah, that was it, and everybody was okay with that. But I think it, you're 100 right. Is is the demands and the expectations now of, of the clients and the courts yeah. are starting to go up?
1: Yeah, and it, and it becomes too. It becomes you know you look at the, the big three, you know Ford, Chevy, and 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 uh, or Ford, GM, and Chrysler or Dodge it's that competition so if you have expert a who is producing crash zone 10 diagram an expert b who's coming in with you know Faro or, or virtual crash or what or you know autocad whoever it is and they're coming in it, it's it's got a presentation value and that's why it's, it's just marketing and, and i mean you know you 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 obviously know that from, from your marketing um, it comes out or it comes down to present, you know, your final product, being yeah. able to present it, you know, and, and it's got to present well and yeah. it's got to represent the times we're in without being overly complicated. It can be very simplistic if that's what you need it to be, or it, you got to make sure you have a program that can do a very simplistic view all the way up to the ooh and ah view. Yeah. Um, yep. But that so, does not come without a huge price tag.
0: Right. Exactly. Just like anything else in life, the more features exactly right. and, and the, 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 the more robust, the more you're going to pay. And so I wanted to do this show because we're coming into Christmas time and talk about the new technology that's coming out and some of the things that are available to people and just kind of what we've done, because, you know, like I said, you know, when, so what, Phil back when we first started and I had not a penny to my name because we're both cops. And that was, that was it really, you know, we had, we had done what, maybe three cases total on the civil side. Yeah. And uh, you know, so we, that was, that was really it. I mean, everything was done on credit cards and everything else and Phil drives up to my house. And uh, so, cause we're what, about three hours apart, nothing, nothing crazy, but he makes the three hour drive. So I already know like there's some sort of harebrained scheme here because he's like, Hey man, I got to talk to you. And uh, so I'm like, all right. So you're making a three hour drive just to talk to me. All right. Something's up. You're that important. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) what you were then. (laughs) Right. Right. And then I got it nervous because he's like, "Uh, make sure your, your wife and kids are not home. And then I'm like, all right, this is weird. Like, are you robbing me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, I didn't know. I'm like, all right, man. Like whatever. So we sit down at the, at the kitchen table and uh, you know, he's like, man, he's like, I found this new diagramming software. And at the time it was called Eris. And for any of the investigators that used Eris, we have used it for almost a decade now. And it was amazing. I loved everything about it. Uh, we loved the, the support team that they had over there. Um, I still think, uh, you know, Ricky was probably one of my favorite people of all times. Yeah. And if for some she reason she comes with. across. Yeah, if she comes across this podcast and listens, Ricky, uh, we always loved you. We miss you. And yeah. uh, we, we wish you were back in the game. Um, but it, it was, you know, it was great. And they did financing, interest free financing in house. It was yeah. amazing. So, you know, we signed up for this program and we used it for about a decade. And, you know, in the in the last so many years, uh, they were bought by Pharaoh. And, you know, so FYI, guys, if you're a, if you're a, a um you know, reconstructionist and you're listening to this program, we're going to, we're going to hit some of these, these guys, cause we've now looked at these programs and, and we're going to give you the pluses and minuses of all of them. So you can kind of use your, you know, just our thoughts and, and our own evaluation. Um, but uh, you know, so, so we bought this program, we used it and it, Pharaoh bought it out. They stopped supporting the version that we had, which we had Pharaoh reality or Eris reality, which became Pharaoh reality and they stopped supporting it. So anybody that had reality, you know, like it was, man, it was great. I yeah. think was great. It did everything. It was cutting edge. It was, man, it was, it was amazing. And then all of a sudden, it started getting really, really glitchy. And so we call Pharaoh and we're like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, we're no longer supporting that program, which I have no idea why. They should have kept that program.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Just, I, I think that was a huge mistake. And, you know, one can only speculate based on their, their business model. Yeah. Um, but if you were because it did point clouds, it did scanners, it did drones, it did all of yeah. that.
0: And I'm like, if you were Pharaoh and if, you know, if if anybody from Pharaoh is listening, you should uh, you should absolutely get a programmer that can take reality and run with it. Yeah. Someone because can, someone I would have continued to pay upgrade fees on reality before I switched diagramming software.
1: Yeah. I loved reality. I, yeah. and you know, Thankfully, mine is still running. It's still working. Um, yeah, it's, yep. I, I, I don't know what, uh, you know, and that's and that's something, you know, you see it all the time in, in, in the industry or different industries where companies or businesses have something that works, it works great, and then they just stop doing it. Yeah. And they right. come up with this other harebrained idea that this is going to lead them into the future. Yeah. It really doesn't. It well, and think
0: about you. Yeah. And, and take it back to the car manufacturers. Right. I mean, like, you know, Kia came out and when they first came out, they built really economy cars. Yeah. Now they're trying to like go into that luxury brand and the luxury brand never really took off. And, and same thing with like Volkswagen, you know, Volkswagen for a minute there tried to get into like the sports cars and like luxury, brand, you know, and, and it just never took hold. That's just, that's just not their brand. You right. know, But like, if you're smart about it, look at like Toyota, they wanted to get into a luxury brand. So they created Lexus and then they wanted to get into the cheaper, like sportier, get a hold of kids. So they created Scion and and they just made their own brands. And, you know, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I think as stuff evolves. It just ah, it just falls apart. It, gotta,
1: it's just it's just a shame because, you know, again, to what you said, you know, anybody from Pharaoh, if you're listening to this, I. You still have reality. Pick it back up and run with it. Yeah. I think you're making a big mistake um, by letting that go because the replacement for that is some absolute Absolutely pushed you and I to look elsewhere. Yeah. So, because if that's the best, if you are the tech giant yeah. right now, and that's the best that your coders and developers can produce, you, you yeah. need to look in house and look at some changes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So we got forced into having to look for new software because one, uh, you know, we know that things are are, are progressing in the times and, and up to this point, And you guys know, I mean, we've been pretty vocal. We're not big scanner fans um, when it comes to working crash scenes. Love scanners for doing cars. Love scanning cars. That's cool. Um, love it in the medical field. Don't yeah. really love it for crash
1: scenes. Don't. Yeah.
0: So, you know, so we knew, you know, there's the clients were calling and requesting this technology and stuff. So we knew it was time. So, you know, we we thought, okay, well, let's sit down and share with you guys kind of what we've learned over the last few months. And, uh, you know, we'd love to hear some of your guys' feedback on things of what you've seen over the years, but kind of give you an idea where we're at. So our journey started because we needed to do something. And so I started looking at scanners, still didn't love them, didn't love the price point. Um, I think, you know, for me at least, I couldn't justify billing a client thousands more or starting to include technology fees and all this (laughs) other support a scanner for what it produces. I don't know, that's just my thoughts. You may have your own thoughts. I know guys love scanners, but I don't know. For me, didn't love it. So I wanted to find another option. So we looked into drones. And let me tell you, I, I love what I found in drones. Um, reached out to, to a bunch of reconstructionists across the country, and you guys have been amazing on sharing what your departments use and sharing what you've used and, and things like that. And it made the, the search so much better, but there's so many options. So looked at all the different drones. I tell you what, DJI's, love it. The Mavic Pro, uh, Mavic Pro 2 is what we ended up settling on. It seemed to do the most. Um, and the distortion from the lens was so minimal, and everything else. So it, it was it was really really nice, uh, easy to use, good price point, low distortion, super accurate, super reliable. Everything about it was was wonderful. Uh, now I did just hear though that the U.S. is banning DJI sales in the United States coming forward. I think actually starting today. Um, so it may make them a little bit harder to get a hold of. You know, might have to buy them off eBay instead of from Best Buy or, or you know something like that. But whatever. We'll find a workaround, we always do. So, um, but yeah, so that's what we ended up going with on the drone and then we needed software. So now you've got a few options, right? Because if you use a drone, you need to convert all the pictures into your point cloud. So it uses photogrammetry instead of using the laser scanner that actually has the, the laser measurements. So a bunch of different programs out there that can convert your photogrammetry pictures into uh, your measurements. <laughs> In your point cloud. So we ended up going with a program as we started looking through them, that's called Autodesk. And it's great. If you guys are an investigator, invest in this. And for the the clients listening, this is what makes this so economical for you guys. Okay. Because it's a pay as you go program. One year subscription is like 400 bucks. That's it. 400 bucks. Holy crap. That's amazing. Mm right and but then you buy credits for how many uh, what you need to do for your project but the credits aren't that much i mean for i just did a huge intersection i mean you know out there in texas that intersection was was yeah. monstrous and it yeah. built everything 3d did all the train mesh did all that stuff and i think the total credit cost on that was like 64 Three right times. so that's all that gets passed on to the client is 64 dollars. like that's that's great <laughs> You know so it's it's just a pay as you go, and then if you don't need the fee or if you don't need the the, the scene scanned that's that's a cost you don't have
1: so you know that's I mean that's roughly five right around five hundred and forty seven cases it would take you can do five hundred and forty seven cases of that size, and that's a huge scene but five hundred and forty seven cases before you get to a low or I wouldn't say low I'd say mid grade scanner
0: right. Yeah. So, you know, it it was, it was great, really economical and we have tested this software guys. So just so you know, when we started testing this, um, I, I have reflectors and I go out and I put a three, four, five triangle, which if, if you guys do mapping and you don't know what a three, four, five triangle is, uh, you need to go to some more schools because it is a great tool to put into your scene. If you're going to scan or if you're going to use drones, because it's in your scene, it is a built-in scale for your scene. To guarantee it's accurate. I actually so, do. I actually do that even with uh, not using a scanner. Yeah, even the total station. Still, yeah, yeah it's it's great because it guarantees everything's to scale.
1: Um, well, that but, and it's also a good validation tool if someone wants to question. Well, when's the last time you had your total station yeah, calibrated? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I check it at every scene, and and it it once I get that indicator that is no longer accurate, my three, four, five is now three point two, four point one, and 4.9, right? It's doing some calibration. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, um, I will tell you that the, the test scenes that we did, uh, we flew the drone at almost 200 feet, so about 165 to 170 feet. And from there, the accuracy of the three, four, five triangle was about a hundredth of a foot. It was accurate within a hundredth of a foot Uh, not that's
1: not acceptable
0: (laughs) right yeah and uh so i mean it did great from 170 (laughs) feet now if you're if you're closer to the ground if i'm flying at 75 feet 100 feet it gets even better so from there i mean i was down to
1: almost a thousandth of a foot that it was accurate to. and i gotta lay my disclaimer out folks i am probably the biggest grinch when it comes to technology um I guess I'm the butter to Eric's bread, whatever, whichever way you want to look at Actually, it. You're you
0: know, kind of my burnt
1: toast. Like yeah, you're that piece. Okay. You're
0: the piece I throw away. <laughs> yeah,
1: but no. In all honesty, you know, Eric uh, uh, will. Other than when I came on board and spent a bunch of his money up front, um, <laughs> we're always looking at new technology and what's latest and greatest. And sometimes, you know, Eric's that fish on the hook trying to run away from the boat, and I'm the one trying to reel him in. And I have fought for almost a decade against scanners with Eric. Um, and I fought not as hard though, but I did fight him on the drone. I just wasn't, why change what's working? Yeah. Um, now folks, no, yeah. And don't
0: get us wrong. We still use our total stations to this sure. day and we actually combine them. So it but seems it's another not option. Like,
1: yeah. And it's yeah. a great option because I've got to be honest with you folks uh, I am not sold on a scanner and you're not going to sell me on a scanner. Um, so don't try. Um, but the drone, you got me sold on that. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm a so, believer.
0: Yeah. So, you know, we combine those scenes. We not only measure it and, and, and do it with the drone to create the 3D point cloud, but then we'll take our total station measurements, layer them right on top to guarantee the accuracy. Mm-hmm. And so for total stations, bunch of different options, guys, for what we do on the civil side, for the police side where you can shut a road down, and completely lock it down. You don't have any cars passing through your scene, stuff like that. Robotic total stations are great.
1: They're great, they they are great, but they have you know, like everything else, a robotic total station has its drawbacks. Um, you know, the robotic total station, for those that don't know, basically the you have a you have a prism that emits a frequency. Um, you set the frequency on the prism, and then you match that frequency on the on the total station itself, and those two lock together. And in in all uh, practicality, you should never lose contact. That total station should only be looking for your frequency. However, the total, robotic total stations have the same disease that most humans do, and it's the squirrel disease. Um, if it detects a nice, pretty, shiny object, ooh, back of a semi – you can be 300 feet down the road thinking you're shooting, you know, the the tire marks going off the roadway or the lane lines, and you look back at your total station, and it's still looking at the semi that's going the opposite direction. Problem is, you don't know where you went wrong on your measurements. Yeah, yeah. So now you're taking the trek back, and you hope you can figure it out. Otherwise, you're starting from scratch, and that's happened to me a few times on a robotic. Um, so you have to be very careful using a yeah. robotic total station with traffic. I always hate measuring that stop sign 285 times. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for officers on the scenes of crashes, um, put your cruisers as far away from the scene as you can and shut your overheads. If, you know, if the front of your cruiser is facing the scene, shut your fronts off, leave your backs on for safety, obviously. But anything that's flashing, especially LEDs, it will grab an LED light bar and a heartbeat and yep. just or if
0: an officer it. walks between you and the prism pole the one, one, tell me the, the stupid robotic voice that's like contact yep. lost, contact yep. found, contact lost. I'm like, oh my God, I, ha- I have nightmares of that lady's voice.
1: And uh, But just to prove the point, you said before, you know, every every piece of great technology has drawbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, it certainly does. But uh, now I tell you, the other option you guys have
0: is, and what we use for Crash Tech is our reflectorless total stations. So we don't no. need a prism. And uh, I love our reflectorless total stations. Like they're, they're economical. We went with Nikon. I love Nikon. I was, you know, that was the one that um, somebody sold us on a long time ago. And then we became vendors for, for Nikon. And uh, I love them. I think they're great. They're easy to use, they're rugged, they're super reliable. <laughs> And you know that's what Nikon's known for is their optics. I mean, they're made. They're known for lenses.
1: You know. Well, and here and here's a nice thing about that too. um, On the Nikon, on that Nikon, you know, it's Nikan. got the data collector. From what <laughs> Nikon? <laughs> shut up. The Nikon. You know, the one we have the the three twenty two. You know, it has the built in data collector, so. And you can use it as a one man or a two man station, or one per let me rephrase that one person or two person station. Yeah, so right. you can have politically correct, out. ladies. Yeah. Send your hate mail, care if you <laughs> um, but no, you, you so you can have somebody running around with the pole and prism and whatnot. Don't use that terminology, Eric. Um, <laughs> and then you know, no <laughs> but, but I'll tell you. You know, it, it really is nice because there's been time, how many times have you, you you pulled up in your truck, set that total station up in the bed of your truck to get elevated so you yep. could have a better vantage point because you don't have a high spot. Yep. In a simple bright yellow or bright green can of paint. Yep. From your local hardware store and just put dots on what evidence you're going to shoot. And I'm telling you what, it is fantastic.
0: Yeah. 20 minutes, shoot a whole scene and you don't have to shut the roadway down. So for, if you guys are doing it on the private side, nobody has to risk safety by walking into roadway. If you're the client, right. And guys like, think about this. And I know there would be a bunch of of arguments and the defense and everything else. Right. But if your investigator causes a crash on the scene while investigating something for you, is there the potential that somebody would find out and be like, Oh, well I'm going to drag that attorney, that law firm or that insurance company into the, because we were investigating a case for you. Think about on the car crashes, right. Or truck crashes and any uh, attorney that does a a semi crash. If you have a semi carrier and they're pulling a FedEx trailer, you guys not only go after the semi carrier, but you also pull in FedEx or you pull in UPS or you pull Like, it just it is what it is. So you have to be cognizant of that, of what your investigators doing out on the scene. And so I think for us, the ability that we can sit off the side of the road in a yard somewhere and not put anybody in the roadway, no shutdown of traffic, no, no diversion, nothing like that's it's just I don't know. I love it.
1: Well, and, and the thing is, too, you know, we live in a day and age where where some people will rush right to sue in the brakes off of somebody. Just because they can, they're looking for that paycheck. Um, So you can be the client who has your investigator out, doing an investigation and find yourself on the defense side of a civil litigation. Yep. So just, you know,
0: keep that in the back of your mind.
1: So there's a lot of different technologies and we use a lot of different technologies for that reason. Don't pigeonhole yourself because if you only have one option, it's all you got. Yep. And just like the drone,
0: great option. Till you're working a scene under a bridge. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Hey, stuff like that. So you know, till you're working a scene in the woods. All right. the drones
1: gonna get is the treetops. There's no end-all be-all piece of technology. You know, yep. every every piece of technology has its place in use and design, and sometimes it may be a combination of two. Dude, we actually I just had a scene the other day where we had to pull tapes. That yep.
0: was the only option we had. Yep. Go back to yep. old manual. Fiberglass tape measure, <laughs> you know, and just roll them out there. It's it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You gotta do what you gotta do. So that's kind of some of the hardware that we're looking at, and so this brings up the topic. Really, what we <laughs> what we wanted to, to get to on the show too is the software. So mm-hmm. because we had to upgrade from reality, we demoed all the different softwares. And guys, if you're looking at software, this is this is a tough spot, right? And so let's let's kind of start with. I think probably the most economical version is if you guys are looking for something economical. And and as a disclaimer, I, I see great things about Carlson software. I do a lot of guys use it, a lot of guys love it. I've never actually used it, so I will I I'll tell you that up front. I've never used it. So honestly, if if uh, if you guys watch this, and I think one of the reconstructionists in our group is a instructor or something with Carlson, I'd love to have you on. Reach out to us because I forget who it is. Um, shoot me an email. And let's get you on the show and, and talk about your software. I'd love to put you on. But uh, so we looked at, I'd say the most economical version, if you guys are looking to get into something, is Trimble Reveal. Mm-hmm. I think for economical reasons, best thing out there, Phil, so Phil found this one and we started looking at, at software because it's,
1: it's pay-as-you-go, subscription-based. What is it, 50 bucks a month? Yeah, you can you can do. I mean, it's it's an annual sub. You can do an annual subscription. One, you have a you have two options. You have a non point cloud, so you're basic, and then you have a point cloud. So if you're working with point cloud, you'd have to go to the higher end one. Um, good price point. Not yeah, not, f- not yeah, not.
0: fifty bucks a month for non yeah, point cloud, hundred bucks. Yeah, I think non point
1: cloud is right around six hundred a year, and you pay annually. And then the other one, I think, is twelve hundred a year, and you pay annually. Um, but not not bad it's not outrageous no and and, the the
0: the software does i think what what most guys needed to do um because they bought they bought out what used to be visual statement and so when i was using it the graphics on it reminded me of visual statement Mm -hmm. and uh so if you used visual statement in the past you might like tremble reveal um the only downside to it is that being that it's subscription-based, like for us, when Faro stopped supporting reality, because we owned the program and it was on our computers, we had access to every diagram we'd ever done forever until the program stopped working, right? So, but that, that was what, six years? Five mm-hmm. years that it hasn't been supported that we've been still using it. But with a subscription-based program, the second you stop paying, that key is gone. And you no longer have
1: access to any diagram
0: that you have done in the
1: past. So you know, the, only end, the only end around to that would be um, you need to save your drawings in a large scale PDF that if you need, you know, if it's a huge scene, you need to print it one to 10, one to 20, whatever your scale is. You may find yourself having to take that to a location that has a plotter printer. Like, in, you know, something like what an engineer's office would use where, you know, you get huge building blueprints. You'd have to save it in that format. Now, you could print it, but you'd never be able to go back and modify it. So if a year later, a new piece of evidence comes up that affects your drawing, you need to put that evidence in to consider it. You're not going to be able to do that without restarting subscription. Yep. Yeah. You know, and then or so finding someone that has
0: it and have them do it for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like, Hey man, what are you going to charge me to do this? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. So other than that, I mean, it was pretty easy to use. Yeah, it was. I would say, I mean, it wasn't too terribly difficult. Um, some of the controls were weird, but nothing, nothing too terribly difficult.
1: Nope. Just learning uh, curve.
0: And, and they have an online training course. Now I think they're online training though. I think they have a fee for that.
1: Yeah and no, that's just about, and that's just about industry standard. Just about yeah. everybody has that. Yep, yep. They may give you a basic kind of get you going type of thing for free, but once you start getting into using the more detailed animation tools or momentum tools or stuff like that, yeah, you know, a, a more advanced training course they're going to charge for that because it's going to be a longer course. They've got yep. time and money in it, so yeah, not uncommon. Um, so yeah, so then uh, we looked at
0: the new Pharaoh program, Pharo 3D, and we downloaded the latest update on it. And I and maybe maybe we're just better, Phil, because I feel like they took Pharaoh or they took Eris, which we loved. and was amazing. And they they combined it with Crash Zone because Pharaoh bought both Eris and Crash Zone. And I feel like they added more Crash Zone to Eris than more Eris to Crash Zone, if that makes
1: sense. Yeah. I mean, it and took years so, turned it into reality, which was a great program, and then yeah. took reality and turned it back into Crash Zone with a little bit of reality in it. But it is—I yeah. didn't, in all honesty—I didn't, I didn't love it. I, I don't. Um, I think it was a huge step back in the wrong. I think they went the wrong direction. Yeah. Um, but but they, I will give
0: you economically, the price point is good yeah i mean it's, it's reasonable i would say mm-hmm. and it, and it gets you going and you own the program so that's the big benefit is that you own the program it's priced well and it, and it does what you need it does 3d it does do animation it does do point clouds it does so like it does but, do a lot
1: but and i and i and i do not like this at all um When you charge, because it's a percentage of the sale, well, it used to be percentage of the sale price. So if you have a $5,000 program, they used to charge 15% of the sale price. So, you know, 15% of $5,000, which is what, $750? Something like that. I think you're about right. (laughs) I think I'm right. I think I'm exactly right. (laughs) Um, So they charge you $750 a year, for maintenance and updates. Yeah. So I got a problem with that for for companies that are out there listening. Um, If you are selling a product, claiming it to be the latest and greatest innovative technology, but yet your client has to spend $750 a year to keep it up to date, shame on you. What did you sell then? Well, hold on. Now I'm
0: okay with it. If you're adding only new features, but it's now, fixing glitches, yes, or yes. But you should never be charging a client to fix a glitch. That's yep. on you as a company.
1: Yep, and that comes out in the form of an update. Yeah. Yep. Um, but so if they were, were
0: like, you know, if they're like, "Hey, that. here's the fee just to add models and add new textures and add this, that, and the other, make it more
1: user friendly, stuff like that." Okay, I'm all right with that, but so not to fix glitches. I mean, 750 is, and that's cheap. Yeah. I think it's actually more than that. But if you take, you know, we had, um, we had reality, or we started out with errors and it went to reality and we didn't pay any update fees. And we used that for almost how long? About eight, nine, probably eight years, nine years, yeah. eight years. Yeah. So we pay, had we had to pay the updates over a nine year period, just figuring $750 a year we would have paid for that program an additional one and a half times. Yep. Yeah. Now, if you're putting out a program that's that good, staying behind your program, do your, do your updates. Yep. Now, if you want to roll out, you know, updates for glitches and so on. Now, if you want to, uh, uh, you want to roll out a product improvement where, hey, you've got, you know, this program and we're adding the following features, then make that an add-on. Yeah, optional add-on, but to lump that into update, nah. And and the problem that I'm
0: having now is like with the updates, right? They they're doing the user experience, like controls and stuff like that. But remember, like with with Visual Statement, with with Eris, with even with even with uh, the Crash Zone, when the new versions would come out, you would get new cars. Well, they no longer add new cars. Now everybody went to the vehicle warehouse that's online, so they're not even doing their own vehicle modeling.
1: And I tell you that vehicle warehouse. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it. it. <laughs> well, and you're you know because you are so dependent on whoever designed that or built that vehicle. So then yeah. not only do you, you know you got you find one that closely resembles the vehicle involved in, or you know you hope it closely resembles the vehicle involved. But then you need to take a uh, a serious look at all of the dimensions. Yeah. Because how now, do you know that this person designed this thing right?
0: Yeah. Now, I will give you Pharaoh does have the ability for you to scan your actual involved vehicles and import them into your scene. Mm -hmm. So there are there you do have some options. Like I said, I mean, I am not knocking them at all. I mean, the the program is good. It It is is. good. It is solid. (coughs) And, you know, we're just we're pointing out the, the pros and the cons for you guys, I think, with everybody. And, uh, you know, and, and our next one, we'll point out the con and we're a current user. So hopefully I can still log in later. My key isn't canceled. (laughs) So, but, uh, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking them like guys, if you need, if you need a program, Pharaoh's a solid choice. It is a solid choice, you know, but we're just be cognizant of that. You're, you know, you're going to be paying for the updates. You're going to use the vehicle warehouse. And that if you are, if you were in love with the cleanness and the ease of use of Eris, you're going to be, I think, disappointed or frustrated, one or the other.
1: Yeah. Well, oh. I wouldn't say Eris. I'd say reality because there may be a lot of users out there who don't use Eris. Yeah, that's true.
0: All right. Touche. So, and then that brings us to the next one that we looked at, which was virtual crash. Mm-hmm. And so um, I will tell you, virtual crash for the features is, oh, my God, unbelievable unbelievable what this program can do as a result guess what that brings with it a big learning curve not only a big learning curve a big big price tag yeah a big price tag so I will tell you that is the that's the one downside that I did find a virtual crash is it's expensive and they don't offer financing because we talked about that if they offered in-house financing I think it would be a no-brainer I would tell everybody in the world, sign up for this program, but yeah. I get it, dude, I get it. it. You know, if you don't want to do that, like that's your business model. That's fine. It is, is the program worth it to pay for it up front. It is
1: after using it, it's hundred percent worth it. But it's, um, but I think it's a good option. And, and now it only goes to virtual crash. It goes to all the uh, software companies out there because Pharaoh is not too far behind the price point of virtual right. crash. It's not. Um, yeah. It's, it's right there nipping on the heels.
0: And, and so, and, and, and I think, you know any more with like synchrony there's no yeah. reason not to offer yeah. interest free financing because you're getting paid right as soon
1: as you sign that client up they're approved they then become a client of synchrony synchrony sends you your money yeah yeah. i, I mean
0: shoot sure. we do do we do in house financing for the investigations i mean <laughs> yeah, sure, i mean you know, it's sure it is what it
1: is i'm sure there is a fee that synchrony is charging um, yeah. these companies and, and Unfortunately, folks, it just is a cost of business. You know, if you got a nickel and dime that much, and you are a multi-billion-dollar company a year, and 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 you are nickeling and diming and worried about a hundred-dollar or a fifty-dollar, you know, transaction fee through Synchrony, you, you probably got some bigger issues. Yeah. Because if a small company like us is able to do it, right. No way these large conglomerates out there can't do it. Yeah, if you're a billion dollar corporation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and but and you think about how many customers that would bring on board because that, I'll be honest with you, the price point stops a lot of people from buying. It stopped us from buying sure for a long time. I mean, dude,
0: we looked at virtual crash for what, three years before yes. pulling the trigger on it? And uh, no, I'm telling you, I'm, I mean, I'll be 100% honest. I'm glad we did. I am yeah. now that I'm now that I'm using it. But that's the other thing, too, is that I will tell you guys, if you demo virtual crash, it's nowhere near what the whole program can do. Because Phil did the demo and I was like, I, I think you were mad at me because you called and you're like, yeah. dude, I don't love it. And I'm like, oh, I bought it. <laughs> and you were like, Wait, what, what? <laughs> and uh, because with the with the demo
1: version, you just you weren't seeing everything that the program could do. Yeah, the demo version kind of lets you walk around and click on things, but it doesn't let you actually trial it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like set up a moment, set up a, a bogus collision and run a momentum just to see how the momentum tool works in it. Yeah. Um, it just lets you kind of click around and be, you know, this is what features it has. So maybe yeah. they could go a little bit more robust. I mean, they, they could lock it out so that you can't save anything. So yeah, that way make someone it so you doesn't can't save or print, right? Um, yeah but but the demo if if they really want you know to impress an ooh and awe someone that may be new to the industry open that thing up and yeah. let them let them demo the full unrestricted. Well, remember
0: when we did and that's what we that's why we pulled the trigger on Ares 360 back in the day because you could even print it just watermarked it demo version yeah uh, right on the so I mean it was a full version but that was the only thing is that it watermarked it demo version when they print it. And, yeah. uh, so it was, it was nice to be able to use that and, and see it and play with it and touch it and feel it. Um, the other thing with virtual crash, I'll tell you guys, it is a steep learning curve. Um, the program just does so much. It does so much. And, and there's just, there's no, I don't think there's a way to get around that, no. that the more features you put in the, the harder it is to learn. Um, I will tell you that the other nice thing that I liked about virtual crash though, is the, all of their training videos are free online. And so if you guys are looking at the, uh, the program, like you can just go to their website and go to the Virtual Crash Academy and watch the videos. And it walks you through step by step exactly what the program
1: does. The training videos. Now, if you actually want to take some of the training classes. Yeah. Yeah, you, there's a fee for that. The classes they offer and there's a fee for it. They're not unreasonable. No, the, no, the classes
0: aren't unreasonable at all. And they do exactly what Phil said. There is no charge for updates. Yeah, the only charge that you have with them is when going from one version to the other. So like virtual crash three to four, four to five. So, you know, if they roll out virtual crash six, I'm going to pay an upgrade fee, obviously, to go up to it. But if I stay with virtual crash five, there's no upgrade fees and maintenance. You can either buy a package or pay as you go. So the first year was free. And then after that first year, if I need to call, and it's not like maintenance, like fix a glitch. If you find a glitch in the program, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I don't know for sure. I'm guessing they're gonna fix that for free. But like if you just have a problem, you don't know how to do something, and you need them to walk you through it, after the first year, you can
1: call in and just pay as you go. And that's more of a te- that's more of a tech, tech support, support, not ma- Yeah, not maintenance tech support. Yeah. yeah, maintenance. I was gonna say maintenance and update and up, up updates are, are free. free. upgrades when a new version comes out, then there's a fee for that. But the one important thing, and I just want to throw this out there so that people are aware um, because you and I ran into this. Um, So the virtual crash five version is a 64 bit system, virtual crash two, three, and four are 32 bit. So if you have someone who has virtual crash five and you're running virtual crash four, you cannot open each other's diagrams. Yep. You have to be on the same op- or not operating system, but you got to be on the same uh it's either gotta be a 32 bit or a 64. You can't go back and forth. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So that's and that's then, the only uh, downside. But you could you could get, you know, your whole company goes with virtual crash four. Yeah. You don't have to do five if you don't want to. You yep. can do four and four still runs strong. Yeah.
0: And then uh, the other piece of diagramming software, too, that I wanted to just touch on real quick, and then actually we're, we're running pretty long on the show, but we had a lot to get through, a lot of yep. info, yep. Um, is uh, Leica's uh, IMS Map 360. Yep. At, at how dare I forget? Uh, because, um, you know, we, we still have uh, Anna's over there. And yeah. uh, for those of you that use Pocket Zone, Anna, again, if you watch it, we love you. Thank you yeah, for staying you with did. us. Um, she just, you know, if you talk to Anna over there, uh, she used to be at, at Crash Zone. Um, I don't think you can help but smile when you talk to her. Yeah. She is the most pleasant person that I have ever spoken to in my life. I, every time I'm on the phone with her, it's an absolute joy. Um, so, us program, I will tell you guys, it, it is the truest thing to a true CAD program. Like, you could build a bridge or a skyscraper with it. You could do more than just investigate a crash. But because of that, to me, it was really cumbersome. Like, I almost wish they would choke down some of the
1: features that it can do. Almost split it out into an engineer's program versus yeah. a scene, invest. you know, crash or crime scene investigator.
0: Yeah, like, I wish they would, like, instead of just IMS Map360, I wish they would do just a crash investigation. CAD yeah. program um that's that's really the only downside to it was just because it does so much and you can switch between different like an engineering view or this view of that like it got it got so confusing got so confusing and so
1: that's the only thing i didn't love about it it can do a ton oh yeah it can do a lot and if you more like than an invest more than a crash investigator would ever 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 need ever. yeah yeah exactly you and, use 10 uh, of that program's capabilities yep And so if
0: you got, but if you liked crash zone, I would say this thing is the purest version to crash zone and it's price point is the best. I would say currently on the market, if you need price point um, other than do it, you know, and you don't want to do the subscription fee, Leica IMS map 360 is the best price point out there. Yeah. I agree. Um, Because everything else is an add on. Like if you don't need animation, you don't need 3d, all you want to do is top down 2d diagramming. I think you're like 1200 bucks.
1: I think that's right. And It could have changed a little. Something like bit, but it. It's yeah, not it could
0: have, Yeah, right. And so it's super reasonable, um, really easy to get into, and for for the top down diagramming is great. The its downside is like it doesn't pull in the Google Maps and stuff like that. It has its own GIS data, which is the same with Trimble's. Trimble also didn't use Google; they have their own satellites.
1: Right. So, you know, and, and the other thing we didn't touch on on, and I really can't speak to the virtual crash. Um, but if you're going support. down the whole Google thing, I would let that go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't even go down that road. <laughs> it's, it's tech support, yeah. um, you know, an IMS and, you know, when, uh, Aris, then Pharaoh, um, both, you know, both of those companies, um, uh, crash zone, you know, all those companies have always had text good, good, good tech support that responded quickly, um, kind of understood where you're coming from and we're able to walk you through it. So that's another big selling point. Yeah. Because uh, at the end of the day, you're going to have a lot of police officers that are going to be using this technology and they are going to have questions. Um, so, you know, do your homework too on the tech support side, you know, how how well how good is the tech support? Are they a 24-7 or are they, a, you know, yeah. eight to four on, you know, West Coast time or what are they? Yeah. <clears throat> um, reach at me, even reach out to them and just, hey, if I need to call, is this the best number? Um, because you can buy the best program after, but if their tech support sucks, you're going to be sitting there scratching your head one that's night. The, that's the morning. one
0: thing, again, that, that I think I miss about Eris. That Maybe that maybe that's why they sold. I don't know. But man, uh, like, man, we had direct numbers to their engineers even. Yeah. Remember how, easy, I mean, you could just call them direct and they just answer, hello? <laughs> you know, and you're like, hey, Todd, man, what's up?
1: <laughs> you know, and, and the other nice thing too is I remember the one case I had, um, and again, you know, not trying to sell one or the other. It's just, ideas for for hopefully people that are hearing this to hey maybe we ought to look at that but i had a case that i worked and i had a a a gravity wagon that was a strange gravity wagon that a tractor was pulling and i got all the dimensions and measurements and and everything you know the floater tire sizes the bin size and shape and design and sent that off yeah um and that 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 gentleman made me a model created me a model to sketch you know in like in like twenty four hours, three D model, yeah, and then emailed that so I could import that into my program. And then the next update they rolled out, then they rolled it out as a vehicle that was added into their into their symbol library, and yep. uh, and that thing was still out there. And, and I, it, it's stuff, it's little things like that that you know maybe the people at the very high end at the sitting at one end of the table in a conference room don't appreciate, but the end user, yeah. Really appreciate it. And that. I will tell you guys, too, for the, for the program companies,
0: and I'm sure word will get out there to, the, to all these guys that, that we did this show. And that's okay. I mean, like I said, I, I, would invite any, I would invite anybody on here. So if you guys are listening to this, if you're from, you know, Virtual Crash, Faro, Trimble, uh, Leica, okay. and, and you want to come on the show, come on, please. Like, I would, I would love to have you. Um, you know, and like I said, I, I don't think we bashed any one company. Everybody should know. Just Crash Tech has its advantages and its disadvantages. Like I get it. You know what I mean? And so, you know, it is what it is. Every company has them. There's not one out there immune. So it's okay. You know, we're just being honest and we're being open and we're saying, Hey, look, this is what we found that we liked and we didn't like. Um, But um, yeah, the the one thing I can tell if you guys have a diagram, if if you're a rep for any of these cab programs uh, I get it. It saves money. The auto warehouse is garbage. Uh, yeah. the online one. Uh, I love, I love using uh, symbols that are already in the program. Yeah. Like you those know, are my favorites. And virtual crash has a really good library of vehicles that are done for you in 3d already. Um, that was one of the big selling points. I don't want to go to the vehicle library.
1: <laughs> well, and it just opens up questions. You know, I, I understand, you know, the, from the symbol library warehouse or, or the, uh, vehicle warehouse. I understand you can, you know, you got to search for a 2017 Chevy Malibu and then there's 500 of them in there designed by 500 different people. Some of them, you know, probably are used in kids books. Um, others, you know, what in the world is that rectangle? Cause it's not a Malibu. And you may find one out of the 500 out there that's close, but yeah. then you got to spend 30 minutes double checking all the measurements with factory specs Setting the, the you know the vehicle center of mass, I, folks. I don't want to have to go to a source and then spend thirty minutes making sure that it's right before I use it. Yeah, Put you the know, and for the, and the the for the
0: and for the attorney's listening, these are billable hours that yeah. you're getting billed for. If if your investigator is spending time doing this kind of stuff instead of having the the symbols already ready for them.
1: And if the investigator says, I'm not using the warehouse, I'm just going to scan the car. Guess what? You're paying for that now. Yep. Yeah. Program designers, I understand it's cheaper for the company to say, you know what? That's just 100 people or 50 people that we don't have to hire and pay a salary and benefits for. I get it. Yeah. But in the same token, people are going to catch on it. You know, people are going to start seeing, ah. Yep. Nah. It gets cumbersome to have to sit there and go, oh, great. And that's exactly what I go through. Every time I have to import one out of the warehouse, I'm like, great, here we go again. I'm going to waste an hour. I got a four-car crash, so I got two hours. I'm just going to sit. It's pointless. Yeah. I hate the warehouse. Yeah, right. So do I. So,
0: All right, guys. So anyway, I want to wrap it up there and, again, extend the invite. If you guys work for a a technology company, if you guys have a diagramming solution, uh, software solution, or hardware, that anybody can use. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't care if it's law firm stuff, if it's uh, investigator stuff, if it's police stuff, reach out to us, let us know. I mean, our contact forms, if you go to our main site on Podbean, I mean, if you just go on Google and search um, crash tech, the expert angle, uh, it should bring it up. But Podbean is our actual uh, hosting site and there's a contact form on the right hand side you can click on it. And uh, it gets you right in contact with us. Or um, you can always just shoot us an email. If you go to our website, uh, you know, at, at Crashtech.com, you can always reach out to us and email us. Um, we'd love to have you on the show. We'd sure. love to have you on and talk about, you know, the software and solutions and, and stuff like that. Um, it, you know, but all in all, I'll wrap it up here and, and Phil, you know, give our final thoughts. Um, you, you know, one, I guess my final thought is this today. There are so many solutions out there, don't pigeonhole yourself in one. What yeah. works for us doesn't work for you. What works for you might not work for us. Do your own research and it is it is so frustrating and it's overwhelming to go through these companies, to burn through the CAD programs that we did, to look at drones, to look at software, to learn how to make it all talk and learn how to interface, to look at total stations, to look at scanners, to, to do all, is it is overwhelming guys, it is. But one, I learned more probably over the last month about the technology that's out there than than I have in, in years by just sitting down and, and committing a month to doing this. Um, so take your time. Pick what works for you. Each has their good. Each has their bad. So you're going to look at it. And, you know, if you're like Phil, you only look at the negatives. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I only look at the positives like I'm like, oh, Phil, look at this. It does this, this, and this. And he's like, yeah, but it doesn't do this, this and this. Um, that's OK. Every, just remember every company has pluses and minuses. So you got to find what works for you. I don't know.
1: What's your final thoughts, Phil? What do you got? Don't worry about what the other guy's doing. Um, you know, pretty much everything Eric said, uh, reiterate that, but don't worry about what the other department is doing. The other, your competition is doing, um, what works for you? What are you comfortable with? Um, don't overextend your budget, you know. To try and well, this is what they're using, so I've got to do it. Don't you know? Don't do that. That you know, keeping up with the Joneses, um, because to Eric's point, very early on, there's still people using Crash Zone, and they're crash still and, 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 and uh, they're still effective and lidars, You're yeah, lidars and
0: Crash Zone. And you know and they are um, the guys that I know that are doing it some of them are are some of the best in the industry. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, there are some of the top investigators in the industry
1: still using a speed laser and and crash zone. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't hurt to stay close to basic. You don't have to be, you know, if basic is right in the middle, you don't have to be at one end of the spectrum or the other. Because with technology and the more, you know, I've I've Said this to Eric a bazillion times when he goes on his squirrel missions, but um, (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) The the more elaborate you go, you open the door for the potential for more explanation. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. The more basic you stay, if it works, then you're fine. Yeah. I mean, guys, honestly, if you – well, and actually, so
0: so, uh, in, in a few weeks here, you guys are going to hear from a, a gentleman by the name of uh, Bob Svid- Svidlow up in Canada. He's coming on, talk to us. And we were in the show, I think, unless we, we got it just on one of the outtakes. Um, but he had talked about, like, dude, he'll, he'll still do some diagrams by hand. Yeah. You know, and, and guys, I mean, if if you pull tape measures and go out there and draw a diagram with pencil and ruler – what what is there to challenge if they can if somebody else can have a scale tool and throw it down on your on your diagram and the road width matches up the reference points match up what is there to challenge right you know there's nothing wrong with staying basic you don't need a cad program if you don't want one
1: right but you if you're going to get one more, and you're going to and you're going to you're going to encroach into the age of technology just don't overdo it don't Because you've got to understand the program, you've got to be able to explain the program or whatever technology you're using, but you've got to be comfortable with it. And if you're not comfortable with it, you're just throwing good money in a bad problem. So take time, make the right choice. Yeah, the only reason I think, too, that you're forced
0: in some of the upgrades is speed and efficiency. Yeah. So, and let me just hit this Fine real quick. We got, I say we have four minutes left on this podcast. and we're at the hour time mark. So I, I I'm going to be quick on this one. Everybody sells it to their department. Oh, if you get me a total station, we can clear a scene faster. But the difference is when you had tape measures, you took 30 measurements. When you get a total station, you take a thousand measurements. Now that I have a drone, uh, last time I had, uh, over 30 million points <laughs> in a scene. Um, so the better the technology, you're not going to get it done at the scene any faster, but the combination of stuff like the cases that, that we've been signing up here in the last week, and the last month, we needed the ability to just knock scenes out and portability for us. It was the ability to fly across the country with our equipment. So portability and speed um, on, on the private side is, is what, so I had to factor that in. Yeah. You know, I agree. But uh, you know, but again, look at all the options, guys. Don't get, don't just get stuck in one. Um, I think we fell into that trap staying with our diagramming software and uh, for, for probably longer than what we should have. And uh, you know, don't get, don't get stuck in one. Well, everyone that's going to wrap it up for the day as always jump over to Facebook and make sure you follow and join crash tech, the expert angle group. Also, if you want to leave us feedback, have an idea for a show, or would like to be on a future show, head over to crash tech expert Angle.podbean.com and click the link on the right that says contact the show. The form will come up, put anything that you want right in there. If you want more information on expert consulting services or training, visit us online at www.crashtechreconstruction.com. And finally, if you're a PI attorney, make sure you request to join the crash site Facebook group, or if you're a defense attorney, make sure you request to join the crash site defense Facebook group. Neither site contains any ads or spam. It's just a private community that brings experts from all different areas together with attorneys to collaborate or ask questions. So again, guys, thanks for tuning in. And remember, always leave your accident victims better off than you found them because at the end of the day, everything we're doing is for them.